This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big something up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. Tim Ford. Thanks for night. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Austin Sendrick is going to score his first career victory, and he's going to do it by holding off one of the best in the business. Yeah, I've been on the other side. I want to be, I want to be offensive and... Felt like our car was good on offense, so it worked out. Logano across the line, winning for the third time here at Michigan. You know, there's not much time between each race there, which is always kind of interesting when you go back, but the races do seem to act a little different. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And by Hercules Tires, right on our straight. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you for yet another weekly get-together, and we've got lots to discuss on today's show. We'll hear from Stuart Friesen, who won his first NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series event at Eldora last Thursday. And also speaking of first-time winners, how about Austin Sendrick? He got his first career NASCAR Xfinity Series win over the weekend at Watkins Glen International. We'll also hear from Joey Logano's championship-winning crew chief, Todd Gordon. They won at Michigan in June, and that's where we're headed this weekend. Regan Smith is going to stop by and preview his return to junior motorsports at Mid-Ohio this weekend. Plus, we'll get more from Jason Toy's conversation with William Byron. Kurt Becker and Kyle Ricky will break down the Truck Series playoff race and so much more. But to get us started this week, Kim Kuhn joins the show to get us up to speed on what's trending in NASCAR Nation. Kimmy? The race for the playoffs is heating up in all of NASCAR's top series, including the Gander Outdoors Truck Series with Stuart Friesen's first win last Thursday at Eldora. Stuart Friesen into turn number three, no pressure from behind. In his 63rd start in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series, Stuart Friesen receives the checkered flag. Later on, Kyle Ricky and Kurt Becker will talk about the truck playoff field being set this weekend in Michigan. The Cup Series returns to Michigan as well on Sunday. Back in June, Joey Logano won at the two-mile track and he's looking forward to returning. Will definitely be interesting. Um, I'm sure everybody, you know, this is the first time we went there with this rules package. Now we're going back there a second time. When you go there the first time, there's a lot of questions, right? Do we go this direction? Or, you know, do we want downforce? Do we want drag out? You know, that's, that's the decision all these teams have to make. Uh, and after you race there once, it becomes a little bit more clear on the direction uh, a lot of teams want to go. So um, I'm sure uh, it'll be, it'll be kind of interesting this, for me to see 
um, at least the cars that were competitive the first time or weren't competitive, if they become more competitive from going a different direction. You'll hear from Joey Logano's crew chief, Todd Gordon, later in the show. Chase Elliott won at the Glen last week, his second win of the year. Chase says Michigan is a place he also enjoys. Yeah, I think it'll be different. Michigan has been an okay place. It's so different now. I mean, it's really close to wide open and uh, nothing like it used to be, for sure. Airtime for the Cup Series race on Sunday is 2 p.m. Eastern. All host NASCAR Live race day with Woody Kane ahead of the Consumers Energy 400. Austin Cindric flexed some muscle, winning at the Glen Saturday, his first Xfinity Series win. He'll chat with Woody Kane shortly. Cindric is now playoff bound. For more on all the playoff positions to this point in all of the series, visit MRN.com. I'm Kim Kuhn. As always, you can follow us on our social media channels at MRN Radio. Stay up to date on what's trending there and, of course, at MRN.com. Thanks, Kim. Coming up next, we will visit with Stuart Friesen, winner of the Eldora Dirt Derby, next. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that... Macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, game changers. Makes me think of Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Finally, a simple, efficient way to quote home insurance. Let's go to Colin, who will now try to say something. Okay, first of all, are you kidding? Never in my life. Okay, when you see stuff like this, look, I'm not the only one who thinks this, although everybody says I am. Well said, Colin. Well, well said. Get right to the point with HomeQuote Explorer. It's a game changer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. First time NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series winner Stuart Friesen is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments. Experience realistic racing simulators and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. This is NASCAR Live. The top two both slapped the wall going down the backstretch. Friesen with two truck lengths in hand over Sheldon Creed off of turn two. Final trip down the backstretch. Stuart Friesen into turn number three. No pressure from behind. In his 63rd start in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series, Stuart Friesen receives the checkered flag and finally breaks through into NASCAR victory lane. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded last Thursday night at Eldora Speedway. Stuart Friesen is finally a winner in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series, and he joins us on NASCAR Live right now to talk about that 
and more. Stuart, welcome to the show. Congratulations on getting that first win there in the truck. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. I know it was a lot of fun. Well, it looked fun from where we sat, and I know that it was a hotly contested race. Was it as much fun from where you sat last Thursday night? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the end result was victory lane, so uh, if I had anything but fun, I'd be, I'd be uh, in the wrong sport. So it was good. Uh, it took us a little longer than we expected. You know, we'd had a lot of near misses um, and, and really, you know, wrote the book on how to lose a race. So uh, I'm glad we didn't add any pages of that and finally got one. What's the disappointment like? You've come so close so many times. We've documented your runner-up finishes, and we've also documented how many that have gotten away. What's it like dealing with that disappointment, knowing you're close, and it almost like it's like you're getting teased with victory, and then it's yanked away from you there so many times. Yeah, it's uh, it was a bummer, you know, after leaving Pocono and, and wrecking on the first lap, and you know, after having a really fast truck and a strong qualifying run, it was uh, it was a bummer, but. Um, you know, we just had to have to appreciate uh, being able to compete at this level and, uh, you know, really love being a part of the truck series. And, um, you know, when we first started, we were just, you know, competing and, and not really in contention. And, you know, we got this alliance with CMS and, and, you know, Team Chevy and everything they do for us. And uh, all of a sudden we were in the top five and, and hunting for wins. So it's been, uh, it's been an awesome couple of years and it feels good to finally get it off our back. Last week, you spent the first part of the race trailing Chase Briscoe, and then through a series of events, you inherited the lead and obviously won the race. What is it like being behind the guy that's controlling the tempo and controlling the race versus being that guy, in your case, at the end, controlling that race? Yeah, it's, uh, it's obviously a lot, a lot better to lead. Um, you know, it was tough. We'd, we'd got to second, and then, you know, we started on the bottom, and restarting on the bottom was pretty much a kiss of death it was it was pretty gripped up and there's a good cushion to, to rip on on the top so um the bottom had a little bit of bite on entry but you really couldn't get off the corner or finish any passes so we backed up a little bit and then we're able to, to get back to second and uh and run with chase and you know i thought we were pretty good on a long run but the race just never really got rolling we never really had any longer runs it seemed like than five or six or maybe 10 laps so um kind of paced with him there and then you know when when he uh pitted after stage two we decided to stay out and, and roll the dice and uh, hope for some more cautions, and, you know, it went our way. And it went your way big time. You got your first win. You got locked into the playoffs. You had been a part of the discussion about drivers that were either on the cut line or maybe getting close to maybe not even making the playoffs, but you get that win and you're in. What's that relief feel like, knowing that you don't have to ride this bubble as some do as we head into Michigan this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it definitely would have been a, a lot, lot more stressful of a of a weekend going to Michigan um, than what we have now. Now, you know, we I really enjoy Michigan. I like the track. We have you know a fast Silverado. We're going to bring there, so uh, we can go there and, and work on you know banging some uh, you know some stage points. Maybe get some extra playoff points by winning a stage, and then you know trying to uh, just trying to win the race and uh, and be competitive rather than you know try to go for an overall points thing and, and hope you know somebody doesn't else doesn't win and bump us out. So. Um, it was really, really good to, to lock that spot in, you know, with a, with a week left in the regular season. Chatting with Stuart Friesen, who won the Eldora Dirt Derby, and we talk about getting locked into the playoffs. He right now joins Brett Moffitt, Ross Chastain, Johnny Sauter, Austin Hill, and Tyler Ankrum as the other five that are locked into the playoffs. There are a couple of drivers that are on the playoff line, so to speak. Matt Crafton there on that bubble coming into the race this weekend. At Michigan, you'll hear the race at Michigan here on Motor Racing Network. Of course, a lot of folks are going to be looking forward to seeing you at Michigan. You're on the dirt tonight, but 
back on the high banks there at Michigan coming up this weekend. Give our listeners a little preview about what we can expect this Saturday afternoon in the Corrigan 200. Yeah, Michigan's awesome. Um, NASCAR's applying a little bit of the PGA1 track bite to try to liven up the, uh, the top groove, from what I've heard. So that should be exciting. And uh, a lot of great Canadian race fans make the trip to Michigan. It's, uh, it's, it's an awesome race. And, you know, being from Southern Ontario and being Canadian, it's, uh, it's cool to have a, have a kind of a home track race after coming off, uh, coming off a win at Eldora. Lots of excitement surrounding you right now, Stuart. Obviously winning last week at Eldora. You're running the big guard tonight. You're going into Michigan, and you're locked into the playoffs opener there at Bristol the following weekend. Appreciate you taking time to join us. Congratulations on all the successes. Good luck tonight at the big R, and good luck this weekend at Michigan as well. Okay, I'm awesome. Thanks so much. That's Stuart Friesen, first-time winner in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series last week at Eldora Speedway. Motor Racing Network's Kurt Becker and Kyle Ricky anchored MRN's coverage of the Eldora event. The two of them are also here to break down the truck playoff field, which will be set this weekend in Michigan. Gentlemen? All right, thank you very much, Mike. Uh, the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoff field's nearly set. One race to go this weekend at Michigan International Speedway. Let's recap last week, though. We were in the booth together at Eldora Speedway last Thursday night, and a huge win for a driver that has come close so many times. Stuart Friesen, a driver who got his start on dirt. Appropriate that his first victory in this series would come on the dirt at Eldora. Six times a runner-up in his career before that breakthrough win on Thursday night last week. And it paid off with a, a pit strategy call. He never came to pit road. He went the whole distance on one tank of fuel. A big relief for Stewart. He doesn't have to worry about the playoff picture this Saturday at the Michigan International Speedway. But there's a lot of other drivers in that series that are looking at those points, some of which are outside looking in. Ben Rhodes is one example of that. I think Eldora was a squandered opportunity for Ben. He's run well there in the past, could not pull a win out of the fire. Todd Gilliland, he had a good run going. He ran as high as second in the running order. Again, couldn't break through and get the win that he needed. And here's the problem now, Kyle, for drivers like Todd and like Ben and like Harrison Burton Mm -hmm. who find themselves needing a win to get to the playoffs. With that victory by Friesen and with Grant Enfinger in line as it stands now to potentially win the regular season championship, there may not be any spots left by the time the checkered flag falls at Michigan. Matt Crafton right now on the bubble. It has been now over two years since he last went to victory lane. And and we spoke with him at Eldora last week, and he said this speaks to the depth of the truck series right now to have so many Good teams, including both of the Kyle Busch Motorsports Toyotas, outside looking in. He almost suggested maybe they open it up. But, boy, has this eight-driver playoff format for this series given us a lot to talk about. From a driver's perspective, Matt looks at it and says, hey, you've got a dozen drivers that will qualify for the playoffs in the Xfinity Series. You've got 16 that go to the playoffs in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. And he says, what gives? You're only giving us eight guys into the playoffs in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. I understand his point from a driver's perspective, but Kyle, you're right. From a race fan's perspective, this builds a lot of drama coming down to this final race of the regular season. I like how exclusive it is. Just eight drivers to run for the championship, and those eight drivers will be determined this Saturday in the Corrigan 200 at Michigan International Speedway. It has been a great regular season to date. I expect nothing less this coming Saturday afternoon as we set the playoff field. Thank you, Ben. Coming up, Woody Kane's conversation with the newest winner in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, Austin Sendrick. That's coming up and later. Some of your favorite NASCAR drivers on their love for amusement parks. 
you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it, turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. Austin Sindrick got his first win in the NASCAR Xfinity Series over the weekend. We will chat with him next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up. Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. Wings Nation with Steve Post, Aaron Evernham, and Ashley Stremme. Your destination for all things winged sprint cars. Each Saturday at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. on MAV-TV. Live at noon on WingsNation.com and Facebook Live. Join us for in-depth conversations with drivers and personalities that make up the greatest dirt racing on earth. The Winged Nation Preview Podcast each Thursday previews the upcoming weekend. Winged Nation, winged sprint car talk covering dirt tracks all across America. This is NASCAR Live. Final set of corners working away off of five, heading towards turn number six. Back through the gears. They'll grab third gear with Austin Sendrick. He opens it up. A.J. Allmendinger with one last one. He ain't going to make it. Austin Sendrick, five-car length separation. He is heading the victory line for his first win. Austin Sendrick is going to score his first career victory, and he's going to do it by holding off one of the best in the business. Austin Sendrick has won the Zippo 200 at the Glen. Now. Back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded Saturday on the Motor Racing Network in Watkins Glen, New York. Austin Sendrick winning his first NASCAR Xfinity Series race, and he is now playoff bound. Here's NASCAR Today's Woody Kane with the newest winner in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Austin Sendrick joins us now. He drove the number 22 Money Lion Ford Mustang to victory lane for Team Penske at Watkins Glen International, his first in the Xfinity Series, and he becomes the youngest road course winner in the series at just 20 years old. So, Austin, what have these last few days been like, man? Has it been crazy for you? Oh, it's been great. It's it's such a such a relief to get your first win out of the way and, and to be able to do it at Watkins Glen, racing a guy like A.J., uh, it was it was a lot of fun, awesome day, but uh, you know, box checked, and, and now on to the next one. You guys had a, a unique call in that race in terms of strategy. When you came to pit road, a lot of folks are going, "Oh my gosh, he's giving up the lead!" But you had talked about it before, and it paid off. Tell the folks about that discussion. Yeah, it was something Brian and I had talked about before the race weekend. You know, we simply talked about what's the what's the latest you'd want to put on tires, and <laughs> we, we we talked about a certain range of laps, and we were within that range, and you know, we, we we've we've lost. 
a couple races together already at be not being on the right tires at the right time maybe so um we're 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 all for the gamble we knew we'd at least be able to get the solid points if we weren't able to claw back up to the lead but uh obviously the right things happened at the right times got the right restarts and if you got a little a little lucky with with the 20 getting you know as sideways as he did in the s's and uh escaped that and only had to pass one car at that point and just had to chase down the 10 so uh it all worked out and then uh yeah it was definitely a Definitely a gutsy call, but uh, no, I'm, I'm glad we made it. Man, that was one of the most fantastic finishes I've seen. I was on the edge of my seat for sure, but you and I talked back at uh, Daytona, and we're talking about road course season and how that was going to be good for you in the Xfinity Series. Now you go to mid-Ohio where you won a pole and were a runner-up last year, led I think almost 60 laps. Give folks a comparison between what we'll see at Mid-Ohio versus the style of course at Watkins Glen. Yeah, I think of I think of Watkins Glen more as like a like an arena. I mean, you have so many so many fast corners, so many flowing corners, um, fast straightaways. So uh, I think Mid-Ohio, at least for NASCARs, is more of more of a short track of road courses. You know, I think of it as a Martinsville of road courses. I'd, I'd love to put our uh, PBC Ford Mustang this weekend out front. You're fifth in the overall standings right now, but if the playoffs were to begin now, you'd likely uh, go in as the fourth seed. Now you're starting to visit a lot of these tracks for the second time this year and third and fourth time in your Xfinity Series career. How much of a difference is that making for you? It's it's awesome. Um, you, when you're able to show up somewhere with a notebook, know where you needed to pick up from last time and, and, and be able to just execute on, on things that you knew you could do better or you knew the the car could have better or know some, some other things you'd want in your race car that maybe you didn't have before. So uh, it's it's great to go back. Um, obviously, uh, everyone else gets to go back too. So uh, you, you got to be able to, you know, make bigger gains than the rest of them. And, and I think we've been able to, to do just that most times when I'm able to revisit somewhere. So uh, I'm excited for the second half. I think we have some great racetracks coming up. And you're closing in on the playoffs now. When you get there, a lot of those tracks are good for you as well. Richmond, you already finished second this year, third at the Roval a year ago, a top ten at Dover. Are you kind of licking your chops for the playoffs to get underway? Yeah, no doubt. It's 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 the buildup of the entire year. I mean, you look forward to the playoffs, and your goal is to make it to Homestead and be in, be in that Final Four. And uh, I, I think I think there's about six or seven teams capable of being in that Final Four, and I think we're one of them. And it's about hitting hitting our stride at the right times, getting momentum at the right times, and and having weekends like last weekend to really you know propel ourselves as 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 a favorite, but also give our, ourselves and our company some some confidence. Cool, man. We appreciate your time. Uh, catch that plane, and and good luck this weekend. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Woody. Great conversation there with Austin Cendrick, and congratulations to him and Team Penske and that number twenty two Money Lion Ford Mustang crew. When we return. We'll go face-to-face with William Byron, who's this week's AutoZone Driver of the Week. Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need when you need it with free same-day store pickup. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback Delivery is here. 
Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with Cookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. William Byron and Joey Logano's crew chief Todd Gordon when we return. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach, and the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary racers. Daryl, simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's him. Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast provider. He did, he did touch. No, he knocked the hell out of me. Hey guys, it's Dylan Welch. He's Tyler Burnett. We're the co-hosts of the Rip the Fence podcast. If you like traditional non-wing dirt track racing, we've got the podcast for you. Shane Meal trying to drive away. I can't do everything, but I could do anything and everything I wanted before I got injured. So, Just like many of the great podcasts going, we invite racers in to talk and they tell us their life story. And it's how I feel that matters. It's the Rip the Fence podcast available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward the Playoffs, presented by Procore. With two wins this year, Joey Logano is securely in the playoffs, but the team's focus is still on the regular season. You know, you're thinking about the playoffs. Obviously, you have to, right? You have to set your your team up to be strongest when the playoffs start. With that being said, we're still in quite the battle trying to win this regular season championship, which is 15 playoff points. Still thinking about the playoffs, but we have to think about right now because that, that bonus is pretty significant. So uh, we got to try to get that. Um, at this, so at this point, we're still trying to collect as many points as possible. We're trying to win as many races as possible because the way NASCAR has set up the system, you have to be good all the time. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Hendrick Motorsports young talent William Byron is among a handful of drivers fighting for a playoff spot in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoff picture. Over the weekend, our Jason Toy had a chance to chat with the driver of the number 24 Exalta Chevy Camaro. Let's talk about the season so far for you guys. I mean, what, six top tens, the last 11 races? You had to come off a fourth at Pocono as well. Are you guys finally starting to hit the stride and communication and everything else you've been building for? Yeah, it's been good. I mean, I feel like we've kind of gotten into a good rhythm of, of late and tried to just put together solid weekends all together. So uh, that's what we're looking forward to, and that's what today's all about. you got a seven-time champ as a crew chief coming in. What, what were some of the things you noticed different about him as opposed to other crew chiefs that you worked with in the past? Uh, I would say just his leadership skills and how he uh, how he gathers all the all the guys to to get work done and and get us all moving in the right direction. So I would say that um, you know he's definitely a lot more similar to I guess Rudy when I had him in the truck series and uh, you know just kind of keeping everybody leading the group in the right direction. Out of that quiet that quiet leadership, right? Because Rudy didn't, didn't seem like he made a lot of noise. I'm sure yeah. Chad probably doesn't either as well. But, you know, you guys earlier on this year went into a car and went around the track together and trying to work on that communication. I know it's coming in first time this year. Is is it every week? Is that what you guys are continually work on? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we every Tuesday we meet at the shop and uh, we have 
an individual meeting with all of our engineers and team guys and, and Chad and uh, you know we try to just focus on that each week and try to build on what we did the past weekend um, and now luckily we're kind of getting go- to go back to places for the second time so that's that's making a huge difference in uh, in our progression too. You know you guys looking good in points right now but I know you still want that win. How much are you I mean obviously you're a driver you want to win every time you go out but to get that first win how much on the on the work side of this thing and how much would that would leave you guys? Oh, it would be huge. I mean, if we could get it this weekend, would be huge and kind of set us up for the rest of the playoff stretch to get prepared for that and, and not have to um, be as focused on the next couple of races um, in terms of our car builds and all that. So, I mean, it would be huge. Um, so we're trying to focus on that this weekend and um, go one step at a time, try to take it one stage at a time and see what can happen. Let's talk school a little bit. Liberty University, we've been with you since coming into the sport before you started college. So how's classes going? What are you taking this semester? Yeah, they're good. I mean, I've, I'm taking an economics class right now in the summer, so um, it's good. It's it's definitely a challenging class, but I, I've been able to kind of do that on the weekdays and get that done before I get to the racetrack. So it's been, been good. I mean, Liberty University's done a great job helping me just manage my classes and my uh, racing schedule and not yeah, not get the two mixed uh, together. There's a lot of studying on the plane to try to get it all in. <laughs> no, I, I don't study. I, I try not to study. You don't at study all. at all? No, I don't. I don't study at all on the weekends. I uh, I don't touch. You know, I don't think about it. It's uh, it's all racing mode for me. What's the major? I don't think we ever found that out. Yeah, business communications. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys just filmed a, uh, a really cool thing for the Darlington throwback deal. You went back to Cold Trickle and a movie that came out well before you were born on yeah. this. So how much did you, uh, were you a fan of that deal and setting that up? And how much did you have to watch that movie to get that part down right? Yeah, it was, it was a really cool segment that we did. Uh, really excited about the car that we're going to have. Uh, obviously, with City, City Chevrolet having a really close tie to Andrew Motorsports, it's pretty cool. So uh, I think it made the most sense for us, and uh, I'm just excited for it. Um, you know, had to do a little bit of acting, which was different, but um, it was good. It turned out really, really nice, and I think that everybody did a good job with it. We're talking about this uh, away a little bit too. You filmed this in July. You're wearing a denim jacket, long coat, yeah. everything else. I imagine you probably lost a few pounds. Yeah, it was hot. It was. Uh, we tried to do it the day before, and it rained. Uh, it was pouring down rain, and then the next day it was really hot. So it uh, it worked out okay, though. You like the acting part of things? No, I'm, I'm going to stick to driving. <laughs> I don't have to talk much in the car, so that's good. (laughs) Thank you, Jason. Good to hear from William Byron, who's looking for his first cup victory this weekend in Michigan. And speaking of Michigan, the last time we were at Michigan was in June, and that's where Joey Logano took the checkered flag and took a drive to Gatorade Victory Lane. Crew Chief Todd Gordon was the man atop the war wagon calling the shots that day. And here's MRN's Kyle Ricky with the 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Championship winning crew chief. Without giving the secrets away, what was kind of the, the key to your success there seven weeks ago? Yeah, uh, I think we had good speed in a race car, uh, obviously. Uh, um, Michigan's a place that, you know, obviously the track position plays a big deal. And, uh, you know, it's probably one of the fastest racetracks we go to, the most wide open time you've got. Um, and a place that dirty air plays plays pretty pretty decent havoc so uh you know the, the success on friday uh last time uh, i guess you know saturday i guess it was but uh to win qual to to, to win qual the pole and start up front um it's all three races that we've won at michigan we've won from the pole so i, I think to a lot of a lot of the credit goes to you know winning the pole and having speed in the car to get there and and we had good speed in a race car and 
and executed. It's uh, you can't get yourself when you've got speed in your race car like that. You can't start 25th because it's tough to it's tough to get your way back to the front. But uh, um, a good execution on the weekend, but obviously having speed. How much do you anticipate these cars have evolved? We talk every week how how things evolve so quickly here in this garage. Aren't things going to look any different when we get back there? Well, I think there's a couple things that, yeah, yes, I think things will look different. We all have to be, you can't take back what you what you had seven weeks ago because you'll be slow now. But um, I think there's a couple of question marks that fall into the weekend. Um, you know, when we looked at it, even after we won the first race there, it was what do we need, the first you know conversation Joey and I had was, what do we need when we come back if the track temperature is 20, 30 degrees hotter because it's an August race, not a uh, not a June race. And that June race, it's cooler there. The temperatures are cooler. You can afford to be a little more uh, slick with a car, uh, faster with a car. But uh, coming back and having a hotter racetrack, you'll need more grip. So what do we need to do with that? Um, if the racetrack ends up putting any PJ1 or any of that down, uh, could change the, the, the whole makeup of what happens with the race and where the groove goes. Um, so there's a lot of question marks you have going back. Um, you don't know what the weather's going to be like until you get a 10-day forecast. You get close enough, which we're, we're running up on now. But uh, um, it's there's question marks. And, and to your point, it's a new aero package this year, and that's evolved immensely through the year. And, and through the last two months, we've made a lot of improvements as well. So it'll be a different race. Todd, best luck to you this weekend as you look to uh, sweep the Michigan races in 2019. Yeah, I'd love to have that opportunity and uh, see what we can do. That's our Kyle Ricky and Joey Logano's crew chief, Todd Gordon. Coming up on NASCAR Live, NASCAR is in Michigan and in mid-Ohio this weekend. Both tracks are within driving distance. of 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Or owner, Procore software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. Hey, guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like, what is that, uh, you know? Like, yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb, and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I cannot. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney is here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show, so. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. The thrill of roller coasters is important to some of NASCAR's best. You'll find out why next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 
93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. Whelan would like to congratulate Chase Elliott and his number nine Hendrick Motorsports pit crew on their victory at Watkins Glen on Sunday. They are the Whelan trusted to perform pit crew of the week. With 31 laps to go, Elliott made his final pit stop under green. He's all the way in on the pit stop number one. Left side tires going on. Remember, they put it in reverse order, and they can't pit the right side first. Left side tires are on. First can of Sunoco fuel in. The can goes in for the second can. Right side tires now going on for Chase Elliott. A quick chassis adjustment. He's away. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. It's a busy weekend for NASCAR in both Michigan and Ohio, which leaves very little room for those traveling to check out the amusement parks in the area, including Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. It's a two-hour drive from Michigan and about an hour drive from the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. As you can imagine, many drivers are thrill-seekers in love-controlled chaos. Here's Steve Post with more on this story. With NASCAR Elite drivers headed back to Michigan in the heart of summer, we got thinking about one of the other big attractions during the summer months. Beyond racing, of course, there are amusement parks. And a short two-hour drive from Michigan is Cedar Point, and that's even closer to Mid-Ohio, where the Xfinity Series drivers are racing this weekend. The land of roller coasters is popular amongst drivers and their families. But just like you and me, drivers love the ride, but as Matt Crafton says, absolutely hate the lines. I like amusement parks, but I don't like lines. I usually don't go. Um, the, the, the times that I, I have went to Cedar Point, and I'm sure I'm going to have to go soon because my daughter's where she's getting old enough or she's going to want to ride roller coasters. And at that pa- at that point, I'm going to buy the Fast Pass without a doubt. And I was ruined uh, a few years back. We did some autograph sessions at Cedar Point right by a race shop. And so after we did the hour or two-hour autograph session, they would literally, any roller coaster you wanted to go to, they took you to the front of the line. I mean, not to the Fast Pass line. We went to the roller coaster and yeah and just jump the front one so since then to be honest i haven't went back because it's like i'm not going to stand in line for 30 minutes so I, i'm t- way too impatient ricky stenhouse jr in that position he will cross the line and win the geico 500 vip experience at, at disney works real well you get to go you get to go in the exits uh, of the rides so it's it's fun i mean uh I've only done it twice. With uh, I learned it from I went with Larson the first time, and uh, and Boyer we all went, and I was like, dang, this is cool. It was funny. Blaney was they stopped Blaney to let us get on. Um, he just happened to be at the park at the same day. He did it with us this year, though. <laughs> he did he did it with us this year. He didn't he didn't know that you could could work on that so uh it was it was pretty funny blaney he was really mad but off the corner career win number two for chris busher cedar point there's really not a bad one there it was a top field dragster that one's uh, always broke down that's my one grudge against that park but they got the one that drops was it 93 97 degrees over over the edge uh i got some fast ones that's definitely my favorite part there controlled chaos 
there's rails there, so I think it's a um, go four wheel and off wheel stuff. It's uh, it's more in my control, so there is better opportunity for error. But um, just stuff like that, just yeah, it's a good good adrenaline rush. Daniel Hemrick is up front right now. He has led eight. Yeah, we do. We uh, we enjoy amusement park here or there once a year. Um, we actually landed. Out there in uh, California, I think it was, out in Snowman, you drive by one. We were coming from, I don't know where we were coming from, somewhere in Sacramento. I don't know where it was, but uh, we passed one. Like, oh, man, I wish we would have known. We would have stopped stopped and checked it out, but it's always a good time to get a little thrill. I think just the adrenaline adrenaline in general has always been something that's uh, pulled me into whatever would give me that, and and, uh, pretty wild rides have always done that for me. Brett Moff, the driver out of Grimes, Iowa, rolls down across the stripe. I get sick if I'm not in control. It's not good. Yeah, I need to be in control of the car at high speeds. Harrison Burton will look to the inside, gets up alongside Ras Chastain, and takes the spot away. Carowinds, it's right by the house. I actually, yeah, I have a crazy story about uh, Carowinds. I was on a roller coaster, and I forgot I had a call in, right? And so the the roller coaster ends, right? And I'm going around, and I'm sitting on the roller coaster waiting to go back to the station doing an interview on radio. Um, I think I was like 16 or something, and just had announced my, my first truck ride. Um, so we were talking about that, and I'm sitting on a roller coaster, and I didn't tell them about it. I'm sure there was some extra noises in the background or something like that. But, yeah, that was a, that was a pretty pretty funny you know, memory. So when you guys are listening to us on the radio, you never know where we are. We might be sitting on a roller coaster or something. <laughs> One of the many joys of summer, packing up the family and taking them to the amusement park. Thank you, Posty. When we return on NASCAR Live, Regan Smith is back behind the wheel of a race car. He'll be racing with Junior Motorsports this weekend, racing at a place he's won at before in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Our Woody Kane will chat with him next. Summer's here, and there's no better time to hit the road. At AutoZone, we have the Duralast batteries you can rely on to drive with confidence. They're proven tough, even in the most extreme conditions. That's because they're designed to improve performance and provide your ride with a powerful startup. And they're available only at AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Visit us at AutoZone.com to get everything you need and start the job fast. Based on data from the MPD Group Incorporated, car care track full on Sunday, December 2018. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, what's that look on your face? Defeat? You want to save more money? Then start playing as a team. Bundle home and auto with Progressive. That's how you win big savings. What? You need music to get pumped? Let's do this. Hold on, I'm going to turn it up. That's too loud. Yeah, that's better. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurance. Discounts not available in all stages situations. Woody Kane chats with Regan Smith next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. At Freightliner, innovation is at their core. In fact, Freightliner was created nearly 80 years ago out of a need for something new and trusty. 
today. That innovation still drives them as they constantly work to make their industry-leading trucks safer, more dependable, and even more efficient. All the things that make a smart business decision a winning business decision, no matter what you may haul. Learn more about Freightliner on highway trucks at Freightliner.com. Freightliner, run smart. This is NASCAR Live. And he's trapped behind a lap car. Here they come for the final time to the carousel. Busher pushing lap traffic out of the way. Checkered flag in the air. Does he have enough? Yes, he does. And Chris Busher is a first-time winner in the NASCAR Nationwide Series. Alex Tagliani leads into the carousel by less than a car length. Regan Smith is there. There's a little contact in the carousel. Regan Smith to the inside. Tagliani slips up. Regan Smith comes off of turn number 13 and takes the checkered flag. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for hanging out with us on this week's NASCAR Live. As you heard in that montage there, a bunch of crazy finishes at Mid-Ohio in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Regan Smith knows how to get it done at a road course. And for three seasons, Regan drove for Junior Motorsports. This weekend, he'll make his return. Our Woody Kane chats with Regan about that and more. Regan Smith joins us now. He's a NASCAR analyst and pit reporter for Fox Sports. But this weekend, he'll be getting back under the helmet, driving the number 8 Fire Alarm Services Camaro for Junior Motorsports at Mid-Ohio and at Road America two weeks later. So, Regan, on your social media, you seem like the kid who goes to bed early at night on Christmas waiting for Santa Claus to get there. Is that about right? Yeah, I'd say that's <laughs> accurate. It's, uh, you know, this is something I've been pretty excited about. And uh, when it all came together a few weeks back, um, it, it was certainly unexpected at the time. And, yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped up about it. It's two of my favorite racetracks on the Xfinity Series in, in Mid-Ohio and Road America. Um, so it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, and that's my every intention I have is to go up there and have fun. I get to race with all these guys that I've talked about, that I've studied all year long, that I've said, man, I think this guy's good enough, and, and this guy's really good. Well, now I get to go experience it firsthand, and I think that's the coolest part is, uh, you know, a lot of guys that I have respect for uh, in terms of from the TV side of things, I get to go compete with them, and, and uh, hopefully – Hopefully I don't piss any of them off. i got to interview them, but, you know, a lot of them still next year when it comes time for the Xfinity Series to start back up on the Fox schedule. But yeah. uh, but we'll deal with that over the offseason if I have to. Yeah, that'll be fun for sure. Um, Taylor Moyer's been the crew chief on this car. Are you going to work with him again, and have you worked with him in the past? Yeah, Taylor uh, Taylor will be the crew chief, and, and he's been doing a, a good job with the eight car all year long. You know, we we really documented him a lot as the season was going on uh, early on with our portion of the, of the schedule, and, and he was uh, – somebody that I was really impressed with just because he worked with a lot of young drivers. He worked with a lot of guys that uh, maybe didn't have, have experience. And, and you add that on to the fact that he's a rookie crew chief himself. Hmm. Uh, the results that they were getting was, was quite honestly, they were, they were downright impressive. And uh, it seemed like they were one of the teams each week that we just would talk about as the races went on getting better and, and always making the right choices, the right decisions. So he's, uh, he's still on that car. He'll be on that car for the two races that I'm there. And, and obviously for the rest of the season and uh, naturally Woody, there's, there's so many guys at Junior Motorsports that are there from when I was there still. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to go there with you, but since you started down that road, put your analyst cap on for us. Is is Who might be that next guy that's most likely to, to bust up the big three? We kind of saw it on the cup side last year when everybody was talking about the big three and Logano winds up winning the championship. But now you've got Bell, Reddick, and Custer, the big three on the Xfinity side. Who's that next guy you think might be able to break through and challenge them for a championship? Well, i got to be honest. I don't think he exists right now. I don't hmm. think that in the Xfinity side that it's there. The natural, easy answer would be to say Justin Algar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've had to, they've shown they need a little bit of speed on the oval still, and that they're still maybe searching just a little bit over there. Um, but but with that being said, I think that Custer, um, Bell, and, and Reddick 
it's going to come down to which one of them is perfect and which one of them does not make the mistakes down the stretch. And that's, that's what I truly believe the championship comes down to this year. I think on any week you can make an argument for any one of those guys. When you look at how the final four races play out, um, and in terms of making it to Homestead, I think all three of those guys are going to have a relatively easy path there because of the points that they have currently. We thought that last year, and we saw Bell and Allgaier get in trouble early on. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, and then Reddick winds up riding two inches from the wall all afternoon, and everybody's waiting for him to smack it. Right, but, but with that being said, you still have to get to Homestead. Yep. You know, and I think that's the key here is, okay, once they get to Homestead, then who, who has the advantage? And uh, right now, as I sit here, it's tough to, tough to go against Tyler Reddick, but mm-hmm. I'll remind everybody that when we went to Homestead last year and, and you look at uh, Cole Custer in, in 2017, how good he got around mm-hmm. that racetrack, everybody thought Cole Custer was the man to beat, and he had the advantage, and it didn't work out that way. So um, once they get to Homestead, I think any three of those guys – is going to have the opportunity to win it. I just, you know, I, I don't mean to be negative towards any of the rest of the field right now, but I think those guys have such a big advantage. It's not going to be like Cup last year where Joey Logano kind of swooped in there and, and stole the thunder from all those guys. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those three guys. Yeah, it's going to be a, a fun battle to watch for sure. So you mentioned A.J. Allmendinger earlier. You and he and, and similar guys at different times through the year, now that we're getting down to it and charging toward the playoffs, how mindful do you guys have to be of those guys in the playoff hunt and balance that with your desire to win for your team? Not at all. Not one bit. Because when you look at the points, the playoff is pretty well set as to what's going to happen there. And and I got to be honest with you, I'm not going to race to worry about somebody else and their point situation or whatever. If they if they're that worried about their point situation, they should have ran better early in the year and put themselves in a better spot. So I'm not going to worry one damn bit about it. I'm going to go race <laughs> and I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do in that race car. And that's it. I don't uh, I don't think that you can go go there and worry about that. And and quite honestly, you know we're seeing it on the Cup side this year, right? And we've yep. seen it on the Xfinity side as well. But Guys are racing again, and it doesn't matter what position they're racing for. They are racing, and that's the key to this whole thing is we've gotten away from this era of, oh, respect him. Oh, move over for him because he's faster than you, and you can pass him later. That was the, that was the worst era in racing in my eyes when that happened and that took place. Now we're back to, hey, I need every spot on the restart I can get because it's tough to pass. I need every spot during the run that I can get because it's tough to pass, and I'm going to hold a guy up if I have to, and if he hits me, I'm going to hit him back because that's going to make me mad, and we're seeing the passion. We're seeing the emotion we're seeing the fire out of these guys and and that's how it should be so that's how i'm gonna race regan before we let you go i gotta ask you about one thing i was scrolling through your instagram and i see that you are locked in a serious battle with some deer at the house what's going on there and who's winning (laughs) these deer are kicking my butt it it has been unbelievable i have tried every little old wives tale that there is to, to try and or every trick whatever you call it to, to try and keep these deer out of my garden. I always do a garden. It's not a big garden, but yeah. it's a big enough garden where the kids have fun with it. And, you know, we teach them about about how to grow stuff and, and things like that. And it's fun. It's a hobby. That's yeah. all it really amounts to. And, and we get some fresh, you know, fresh vegetables out of it. Well, the deer have decimated this thing this year. I literally, yeah. we have not gotten one tomato out of our garden because the deer have eaten every single one of them. So oh, I finally, gosh. my last ditch effort I found on, on the Internet that there's a way you can take fish in line. And you tie the fishing line up around the garden, and as soon as the deer who can't see the fishing line hit it, they get spooked and they run away. Mm-hmm. So I tied it all the way around the garden. I left about a three-foot pathway open for us to walk in and out of it that's really close to the house, actually, thinking, oh, there's no way the deer will get in here. Yeah. Well, about four nights ago, uh, those dang deer got in there, and they went through this little <laughs> four-foot pathway I left open. So I'm like, all right, the hell with you, deer. I'm going to close this <laughs> pathway up. I close it up. 
There's no pathway in or out of this thing somehow. I went and checked on it yesterday morning. They ate everything again. I don't even oh. know how they're getting in there now. So I'm going to set a camera up. You got it. It's, it's almost like a reality series at this point. The worst part, I do have people that hunt my land. I got quite a bit of property where I live, uh-huh. and I have people who I allow to hunt it, um, one of which is a driver in the series. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to hurt Paul Menard's feelings oh, or anything like that. Oh, there you go. But <laughs> you know, apparently they're not very good hunters because they don't get the deer, and the deer are still all over my property, and they won't, they won't stay away from my garden. So I might have to find some new Elmer Fudds to, to send out there and then take care of the situation for me. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Well, I hope I'm pulling for you. I got a herd at my house as well. We don't have a garden this year because we did a bunch of other landscaping. But, man, I know that's a tough battle, and, uh, and good luck to you for, for making that happen. And this weekend at Mid-Ohio and Road America, man, thanks for your time. Can't wait. Looking forward to them. They're both, uh, they'll both be good races. There you go, guys. Regan Smith, catch him on Fox Sports and this weekend at Mid-Ohio. Thank you, Woody. Coming up, we'll wrap things up, and we'll take a listen to part of the newest episode of the Jeff Gordon Podcast. Plus, Susie Armstrong gives us a history lesson. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Time now for the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need when you need it with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Welcome back to the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. The fifth episode is out of MRN's latest podcast series called MRN Presents Jeff Gordon, The Colorful Career of the Rainbow Warrior. A journey through the life and career of one of NASCAR's greatest drivers. This week, we highlight Ray Abraham's departure from the team and how Jeff Gordon responded. Jeff Gordon, by age 27, had risen from promising sprint car talent to NASCAR's superstar, winning three championships with crew chief Ray Abraham. They'd won a Daytona 500 together. Here comes Jeff Gordon down to the line to win the Daytona 500. Ray Everham, it's official now. You've won the Daytona 500. Congratulations. I, I mean, I don't know what to say. And Jeff had become the world's face of NASCAR. But as the 1999 season wound down, uncertainty over Gordon's greatness and his future arose. As 1999 and that time uh, came, I was definitely concerned. You know, I was, I didn't know, um, could, could we find a, a replacement that could ever live up to Ray Evernham? I mean, he's Hall of Famer, right? So uh, we had a lot of success together. People, you know, that were willing to stay, people that were going to go. You go through all that, that, that process that, you know, some of it's exciting, some of it's, you know, not fun at all. So, yeah, I definitely felt a lot of pressure. MRN presents Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior presented by the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Check it out on MRN.com and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 
Before we wrap up this week's show, Susie Armstrong is standing by with this week's history lesson. Thanks, Mike. This week, we start our history lesson with some 1972 economics. Gilbert O'Sullivan's bank account gained a few numbers as he topped the charts with a loan again, naturally. A brand new Ford Pinto would set you back about two grand at the local dealership, and you could fill the tank for a mere 55 cents a gallon. Meanwhile, James Harvey Hilton pocketed 25,000 disco era dollars at Talladega Super Speedway, beating the good old boys and now having his second and final career victory in the Talladega 500. Rainbow gets high on the turn. He tries to get underneath him. Down they come off turn four. Rainbow closes it. He's less than a car length. He's up on the bumper as they come into the tri-oval. Hilton standing out of the screen toward the start-finish line. Coming to the outside is Scott. They touch bumpers as they come across the line. And it is James Hilton, the winner. Hilton wins as they come across the line. It will be Rainbow Scott in second. A fantastic finish. 1993. Aerosmith shows no signs of slowing down, topping the charts with crying. Harrison Ford picks up the pace at the box office, fleeing from Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive. Perfect Strangers ended an eight-season run on ABC, and Mark Martin sprinted away from the wrecking Kyle Petty and Dale Earnhardt with five laps to go in the Budweiser at the Glen at Watkins Glen International. Turn two, the mellow yellow Pontiac spins completely around. He collects Earnhardt in turn number three. Here's Mark Martin fighting his way in between the two cars. Martin gets by. He's been quickest all week, and he's battled back from a tough pit stop and a 25th place run to take it here at Watkins Glen. Checkered flag, Mark Martin wins. 2010, Carrie Underwood can't be passed by on country radio with Undo It. Wide receiver Jerry Rice and running back Emmett Smith join NFL's elite in Canton, Ohio's Pro Football Hall of Fame induction. And Juan Pablo Montoya went all the way, leading 74 laps and winning the hell of a good sour cream dips at the Glen. Just three quarters of a mile for Juan Pablo Montoya. It's been a long time for him. It hasn't been that long for team owner Chip Ganassi. He was in victory lane yesterday. Montoya may be taking him back here. He's in turn seven. It's been a great year for Chip Ganassi Racing, winning the Daytona 500, winning at the Brickyard, winning the Indy 500, and today winning with Juan Pablo Montoya at Watkins Glen International. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need when you need it with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Our thanks to Stuart Friesen for joining us on today's show. Also, our thanks to Austin Centric, Regan Smith, William Byron, and Todd Gordon. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us as well. We'll chat with you next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. 
Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sir! Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. 